Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Delivering Marketing Joy podcast. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and I'm excited to get this week started off right with you. Hope you are as well. Um, you know, each and every week we talk about this. I put this out on Monday with the idea that I'm going to provide a little bit of inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of a kick in the pants, and that's my goal to you and to me, and I've said that before. A lot of times, what you, when you're hearing a lesson, here on these podcasts, you're hearing something I need to hear, quite honestly, you know, I reverse engineer the things, the, the lessons that I kind of feel like are, are resonating with me right at the moment. So that's what I'm going to be doing today again. So every Monday at Hossman Marketing, the sales team gets together on um, just for a sales meeting. We have a little competition like a lot of uh, organizations do going on right now, but it's a team competition. Uh, three, um, there's three on one team, four on the other. And uh, we kind of reconnect each week to talk about those results, but also, hey, what challenges? What's our week looking like? What, what projects do they need help with? And um, I found that to be a pretty productive um, meeting. Just like anything else, I think there are weeks where it's more productive than others. But this past week, I want to give a shout out to uh, one of my sales team, Jay Sabine. Jay got on the call. And he was like, you know what? I just want to apologize. I want to apologize to my teammates. I want to apologize to um, just the the rest of the company. I just have not, over the last week or so, I just have not been giving it my best effort. My focus hasn't been good. And I want to fix that this week. And he talked about a couple ways that he was going to do that and a couple actions he was going to take. And I just was so taken aback by it. And I, I just thought it was quite frankly, a little bit awesome, which might be counterintuitive. You know, I think so many times, you know, as sales managers, leaders, you know, bosses, for lack of a better term, we're going to beat people up when they express that they haven't been putting in their best effort. And I think the reality is we all have weeks like that. And that's what I want to address this week. I mean, you know, I think um, sometimes we look at people who are successful and we're like, well, hey, they're just a freight train running away and they never have bad days and they never get sad and they never, they never, you know, they don't have that voice in their head that tells them that they're not good enough. And I want to, you know, this week, I sort of want to tell you, look, that happens to everybody. It happens to the top performers. It happens to people who seem positive all the time. They have those same challenges you do. Um, And they've, you know, often, they battle through. Sometimes they battle through lonely. Um, but in reality, we all have similar challenges. And I just want to give you permission to understand that, man, you're going to have some bad weeks. And I have bad weeks. And quite frankly, the reason I talked about it just a few seconds ago is that every once in a while, we all need to hear these messages and I need to hear these messages. Well, last week, ironically, wasn't a great week for me. It wasn't that my effort was bad, but man, my focus was terrible. I was kind of all over the place. Uh, for those who know me, my wife was actually out of town. She was, uh, I'm so proud of her. She was at uh, a mission trip, Eight Days of Hope down in Houston. They were rebuilding homes that were devastated by hurricanes. And um, so cool that she was doing that. And um, my oldest daughter's in LA. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I'm a creature of routines. And all my routines were jacked up last week. And, you know, um, the people who I care about were not here. And and my my focus was just haphazard. It was just bad. And so at the end of the week, I started, I felt like I started to get it back together. And so really the lesson today is what do you do? What do you do when you feel like you've had a bad week? Because what I've found is um, the best performers, back to, you know, we all have bad weeks. The best performers narrow that down. Uh, 
you know, rookies tend to wallow in bad months, bad multiple weeks, you know, bad quarters, whereas the best performers have a bad week, but they narrow it down. Maybe they only have a bad day because they, they recognize it and they get back to work. So I want to give you some steps for um, what you do when you have a bad week, when you have a bad day, hopefully, because you can get it on track that fast. And, you know, if you're coming off a bad month, whatever it is, I want to give you the kind of a few steps to get back on track. And quite honestly, we've got a great um, audience. We've got a great community that listens to this podcast. So if when you see it posted someplace on social that you have a tip on getting back on track, by all means, engage, throw it out there because we want to help everybody kind of, you know, one of those deals where the rising water helps lift all boats. So so what do you do? What are some steps that you take when you've had a tough week? And so let's just jump into it. Let's use Jay as the example, because step one, you've had a bad week, you own it. You, you, like, you need to personally look inside yourself and go, you know what? That was not my best effort. That was not a place where I felt like I was moving toward the goals that I've set for myself. And I think so many times we look for everybody else to blame in, in our culture, in, in our life, and we look around and we're like, well, it was their fault or it was their fault. No, you got to own it. It's you. You are the CEO of you. So that's step one, really, is just stop looking for anybody else to blame and own your situation. And Jay did that, right? He had outside shit, but that's not really anybody's problem. Nobody cares. So you got to own it. Anything that's going sideways in your life, you're going to get the credit if it goes right. You need to own it when it goes wrong. So that's step one. Step two is be accountable. Be accountable to yourself. Be accountable to someone else. Again, I, I use Jay as the example there. He didn't have to say anything to us, but he did. He got on the call and he told, he apologized to his team. He apologized to the company. And I just respect the hell out of that. Like, hey, I'm going to do better. And I'm going to tell you guys I'm going to do better. And then I'll back it up by showing you. Um, And I think in each of our lives, we have people that we maybe are our accountability partners. We don't call them that maybe. Maybe we do. But the reality is we have people in our life who, you know, you can be accountable to, not just yourself. I think that's priority one. That's that's part of owning it. That's part of step one is own it first, but then find somebody to be accountable to. Say, hey, I'm going to get it back on track. And then really words are words, man. You know, So then it becomes about action. So first step is own it. Second is be accountable. Be accountable to yourself. Be accountable to somebody else. Then step three is realign, refocus with your goals. Because it's one thing to say you're going to do better. But in reality, you have to figure out what the hell you want to do better at. You have to refocus on what you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the quarter, what you were trying to accomplish. And uh, for me, I'm going to use myself as an example. This week, I was off track. And I, as I went through the first couple of steps, I got to this step and I'm like, okay, where are my goals? They're not where I can see them right now. I want to go back and see how I'm doing. And as I refocus, I was like, oh man, okay, I've done okay here, but these are a couple of things I've just totally dropped the ball on. I need to jump back into it. It, it allowed me to refocus and realign. Um, and that really helped me start to get my mindset back. And for me, once I get my mindset back, that's when things really start to roll, right? So that's step three is to refocus and realign with your goals. Then step four, and this one's a big one, 
Get proactive on tasks because I think within each one of your goals, you're going to have some things that you need to do. If it's a fitness goal, you're going to need to work out. You're going to need to eat better. Whatever that is, you need to get um, proactive on those tasks that will move you toward the goals you, you just realigned with, that you just refocused on, right? So get proactive on the things you need to do on a daily basis. Because for me, that's one of the places where I get off track. I leave my calendar open. I, I, I don't have things written down and life sort of just happens. And you know how it is. Your day will fill up with useless shit. It's just the reality. So if you don't fill your day with the stuff you want to do. And that leads great into my next topic, which is fill your calendar with those tasks. So we've said we've got to own it. We've got to be accountable. We've got to refocus on the goals. Then you get pr- proactive on getting your to-do list together and then get it on the calendar. If you've never heard me say it, you're going to hear it right now. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. And I I say it to my family all the time because I'm like, you know, if you're expecting me to show up to a family event and it's not on my calendar, don't expect me to be there. Make sure it's on my calendar. And the same is true with my proactive tasks. If I don't have uh, meetings with myself to work on content, if I don't have time scheduled in to make sales calls, they don't get done. So once you get proactive on your tasks, make sure you fill your calendar with those tasks. And then the final step really is just take action because otherwise this is all just a lot of talk. Because once you've, you've uh, owned your challenging week, once you've been accountable to those people that you, know, you have in your life, much like Jay was, then you gotta refocus, get your proactive tasks on paper, fill your calendar up, and then finally take action. Again, nothing happens without someone taking action. And so those are the list of things, the kind of the the get yourself back on track to-do list when you've been off for a week, when you've been off for a quarter, when when you've been off for a month, whatever it is. And like I say, when you get into those top performers, man, they they might be back after a day right? Because they feel like, man, I was, I was just floating around. That's the difference really between top performers and uh, folks who are down near the bottom of um, productivity is top performers don't allow them to be off their game for very long. So one more time, own it, be accountable, refocus and realign, get proactive on your tasks, fill up your calendar, and then take action. So those are my tips for when you get off track on uh, your sales week, on your business, whatever. Get back after it this week. I hope you have a good one. This has been the DMJ Podcast. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman. I hope this has provided you some value. And if it has, uh, please reach out to me. Connect with me on social media. Let me know what I can do to help you. Thanks so much. I've run a little bit long. I hope you have a great week this week. Talk to you soon.